Actually. Yeah, actually. Unfiltered. This is Archery Unfiltered, where I, Wendell Souza, cover California archery events and what it takes to make you a better archer. All right, guys, we got a special episode for you. We are uh, going to talk to my man, Alan Brunetta, who just is coming back from competing at the Nevada County Sportsman's June Shoot. This was the fourth leg of the Outlaw series, the final Outlaw. It's one of my favorite events. I was kind of bummed I didn't go to it, but you know what? I'm happy for everyone that did. And uh, don't think I'm here crying because I actually had a good weekend also. So let's get on to it. We'll hear what Alan has to say. Man, it sounded like a fun weekend. Hopefully hit one spot where I might lose a little cell signal and like, all right, that's cool, Alan. Pretty much 20, 30 minutes. Well, we're just happy that you're talking to us. All right, we're we're recording, we're rolling. We're rolling. We're live. We're live action. Oh yeah, we're with Alan Brunetta, the West Coast King. What's up, big dog? Well, no, not much. Just uh, driving home from Nevada City. This was the final outlaw you're coming yep. back from, right? Final outlaw. Oh man, how was it? Was it a good close to the safari season? It was. It was. Uh, weather was perfect. Damn. The shooting conditions were perfect. The course was perfect. The group we got with all weekend was perfect. So yeah, it, it was really good. Close, give give so. me the rundown. What was your group like? So we had. Uh, it was obviously me and Zach with uh, Caleb and Barry. Uh huh. Okay, and then uh, Alex Mueller and Keith Baggett. So. No way! Mueller was teamed up with Keith Baggett? Oh, yeah. yeah, so it was, uh, we had a had some, entertaining Yeah, some, two days some funnies, I'd imagine. Sure. A lot of funnies going down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some funnies, a little inappropriateness, but <laughs> it was good. They're really good. Yeah, Alex Mueller, if you catch him at the right, if you catch him on the right day, is one of the funniest guys. Same with Keith. I mean, Ke- yeah. Keith is just natural comedian. Oh yeah, no, it was it was good. It was really good. Cool. So that was your group for both days. Yeah, yeah. So. Sweet, sweet. Well, give us the rundown yeah. of uh, day one. How did day one go for you guys? I know you you sent me some intel that I posted up. Looks like you shot really good. Yeah, it went it went pretty good. Uh, you know, I'm I'm happy with it, but not satisfied. Uh huh. Can't, can't can't be satisfied. You can be happy. Yeah. Don't ever be satisfied with, with, you know, any score unless it's perfect every time. Yeah, I kind of so. feel like, you know, as far as, like, what you are, I like, I would say average, what you're capable of averaging is around a 920, you know. You, yeah. you are definitely, like, a 920 shooter in my book. But uh, I was close to that. Yeah, your 917 is right there, right? Yeah, I was actually, uh, I finished Saturday with a 918. Ooh, 918. Right? Very nice. Yeah, 918. Uh, Even better. Yeah, missed, missed a couple stupid ones. Uh-huh. You know, kind of had to slap myself around a little bit. Uh-huh. Just not be a bitch. Not be a bitch and make stronger shots. <laughs> as soon as I get a little soft, that, that cookie goes low left. Uh-huh. That pissed you, you off. get a little, so. little weak on the wall. Yeah, 
But, uh, yeah, so I finished with a 918. Zach and I, we ham and egg really good. Zach's only a two, two handicap, so we only had two mulligans. Oh, damn. And we ended up, yeah, we ended up using one mulligan on an 11-yarder. That, that'll piss you off. <laughs> and then, uh, on another one where Zach had misset his sight at a, I don't know, it was a high 50s, low 60s shot. Uh-huh. Um, so we burned up both mulligans day one, kind of halfway through the day, I would say. Uh-huh. So it was, it was playing for keeps after that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no but, pussy putting around after that. Yeah, but, you know, it was, it was awesome shooting with those guys, and it was awesome shooting with Caleb. You know, he's, like you said, for the last two years, you know, he's our NorCal Bodie. Turner, yeah, that's our so Bodie right there, dude. Yeah, which, you know, kept me shooting pretty strong. I'm like, man, I can't let this 15-year-old beat me, <laughs> which he did. But uh, That is one thing I'm, that I'm, I really like about shooting with Caleb is that you're like, I'm not letting this fucking kid beat me, and it forces you to shoot better. Like, it it actually yeah. puts you up. on Like, I, he makes me shoot better when I shoot with him. Yeah. So. And not saying those other guys don't shoot bad, but – when you have someone that, you know, can throw down the scores that he threw down, which uh-huh. he shot great. You know, Caleb only dropped four for the weekend. Wow. Yeah, so two on day one. So kept me kept me fighting pretty good to, uh-huh. you know, try to keep pace with him. And like I said, I missed a few stupid ones. But, uh-huh. uh, so that was, you know, that was good. Does that mean, so if you, and you cleaned Sunday... Yeah, so today, uh, Zach and I went into the day with no mulligan, so we had to, we were playing for keeps right off the bat, so we were able to ham and egg really good and, and uh, clean the day today. Uh-huh. So, where, uh, where did that put you guys going in as a team, then? Uh, like, overall, or just... Yeah, overall. Yeah, there was... No, yeah, there was, uh, so... At the end of today, there was four clean teams. Okay. So, um, myself and Zach and then Caleb and Barry were also clean. Damn. Along with uh, Travis and his partner. I forget who his partner was. And then uh, Robert Tahey and his partner were clean. So, there was four clean teams. Damn. Sun- today started with 12 clean teams. Jesus. And then ended with, ended with four. That's amazing, dude. Yeah, there was some good shooting going on. Damn. All right. Okay. So, let me see. Um, I know Travis shot good. I think he ended with a 917. You had a 918. Tahey was somewhere yep. up there with, like, a 17, right? I think he was an 18, maybe. Yeah. I think he – yeah. God damn, Robert. Th- fucking cracking this year. Uh. From like yeah, he stepped it up. We kind of seen like where he started, <laughs> you know, and now he's just fucking smoking it. Yeah, no, he, he shot great. That's awesome. That's awesome. You said Rubio yeah. was up there with you guys, right? Yeah, Rubio. He he shot a nine eighteen, and I think he, I don't know how many he dropped today, but he sealed the deal for second place individual. So he he should, must have shot pretty good today. Nice. Nice. So, so let's see. Yeah. How did the individuals wind out? Uh, 
so obviously Caleb with the four down, and then uh, Rubio, and then there was three of us tied for th- third through six or seven. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was me, Dave Gore, and Travis. Actually, we we're all no shit. D- so, Dave Gore, yes, came. came oh yeah, coming one? out of the woodwork. Had a boy. Yeah, he always comes to this one. You know, it's in his. I think he lives right there. It's in his yeah, back it's door. In his backyard, huh? Mm-hmm. Dave Gore used to be one fucking bad motherfucker, and it's good to see he's still. Oh yeah, he's you know still carrying that name on. Oh yeah. Yeah, so still shooting like a ten-year-old target bow. <laughs> he still shoot that fucking Botech fanatic, huh? Oh yeah, fucking ugly, Ug- <laughs> ugly and f- like two fucking sets of yokes. Like it's, oh my god, they should have called that the Botech yeah. abortion. But a- anyway, um, so yeah, so give us the rundown. How'd that shoot off go? Uh, yeah, for individuals. So the shoot-off was at 76 yards. Nice. And any wind? Travis put one. Uh, not real. It was windy. Said you had a clear, clear path to shoot. Uh huh. So Travis got a good one in there. Mine was just. Hold on, Alan. This this, uh, this phone call is starting to break up a little bit. Say that again. Uh, Travis. Travis took that on that individual shoot-off. Uh-huh. He was he had a he had a decent uh, shot in the spot. Mine was a touch low, and then Dave's was way down in the chicken or something. <laughs> down in the chicken. <laughs> yeah, that means the wiener. <laughs> I've I've, ne- I've never heard that before. <laughs> I don't think it I, I don't think it was that low. Oh yeah, you gotta. Yeah, you call it the chicken. Dude, I, I learned something new from talking to you every time, dude. <laughs> yeah, don't. Don't get punched in the chicken. And he's tell Carter, his son, that. Go punch him in the chicken. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But. Oh, man. So, All right. Yeah. So that's, so how the, uh, that was, that's how the, the individuals played out. Caleb taking first. Yep. Rubio second. Travis third. AB fourth. Yeah. Very nice. You make a little bit, you oh, make yeah. a little bit of outlaw pocket money on that? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay, so how did the um, how did the teams play out? You said it you, it ended with four teams clean. It did. So just the same thing. Seventy six yarder, uh, get up there and parked one off, and I was just in at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, my partner, I think he was just out. Uh, Caleb dumped one in there. Really, I think it was like a three o'clock X. It was a good shot. Ah, damn. Uh, and then the other 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 couples were out. So uh-huh. uh, Caleb and Barry took first place teams, and Zach and I finished up second place. God damn! Yeah. Caleb's just on a tear right now, man. Yeah, I'm gonna take credit for that. Yeah, you said you were. Co- I heard you were coaching yeah. him a little bit. All weekend. Yeah, weekend. so I am now known as Caleb's uncle. <laughs> what? We're dark enough skin, so he, yeah. He, dude, me and Caleb eat the same food, man. What are you talking about? Hey, <laughs> dude, after after this week, I ate so many Mitsubishi bars. <laughs> it's called Masubi, dude. <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I ate a bunch of Masubi bars. Chase, Caleb's dad, uh-huh. brought like like 30 of those things. Oh, how cool, man. 
Dude, he was he, he was feeding the whole target of those Mitsubishi bars. <laughs> They're so good, dude. You know, if you ever look, he's got them. Um, he's got the uh, the ice chest. He's got them segregated. He's got Caleb's on one side, and everyone else is on the other side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, Caleb, don't touch these ones. <laughs> don't eat, don't eat Caleb's. It's got it's got it's got dope it's in just it. It's all propanolol Musubi bar. <laughs> yeah. So. uh. That was awesome. Yeah, Caleb's mom made made those. And then, oh, how cool! So Chase busted them out on one of the targets yesterday. And I'm like, I was like, dude, those things are so good. He's like, oh, I have one, man. I, I got a ton. Oh, that's so cool. So we were just chowing those things down all day yesterday, and then and then today he brought even more. Oh, hell so yeah! It was yeah the Hawaiian the Hawaiian protein bar they call it. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I mean, when you look at Hawaiians, they're they're definitely built crossfit style so oh yeah 100 percent. yeah well lean lean mean fine yeah machine. definitely <laughs> dude chase is so cool man hit, hit. Chase is that cool. what a cool uh cool family so yeah. why are you the uncle what 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 drew that down i i don't know and uh chase started calling me uh caleb's archery papa <laughs> And then it just it just it just uh, evolved into now I'm just uncle. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, cool. no, I I I I'm trying not to toot my own horn here, but I kind of felt like I I brought that kid under my my wing a little bit. And, you know, we we had some pretty good uh, talks on different techniques and mental stuff. Uh huh. So he said, uh, I don't know. Caleb said he you know he learned a bunch from me. And, oh, that's you know, awesome. I, I was like, I'm I'm learning from you right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I, f- I feel the same whenever I get to shoot with him, you know? Yeah, so. That's so cool, you know, man. I was, try- I, was try- I was trying to get, you know, if anyone knows Caleb, he's a super quiet kid. Uh-huh. So, you know, by end of day yesterday and all day today, I kind of, I feel like we got him out of the shell a little bit. Yeah. And he was. Uh, got him laughing. Oh, yeah, he was talking and talking a little trash, and it was, it was fun. Oh, shit. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if Caleb ever talked trash to me, I think I would fold. I think I would instantly fold. I'd be like, what the fuck did you just say? What the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd be shooting. God damn it. I'd be shooting nine, <laughs> 908. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you see my score tank? Well, that's cool, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, no, we, like I said, we, it was a, it was a good weekend with a really good group of guys, so it was. That's awesome. That, that just makes it that much better, you know? Yeah. Yeah, big time. When you when you're shooting with a good group, I I could totally see that. Um, yeah. Dude, Nevada City, that field. Where did you rate it on like the difficulty amongst the outlaw uh, outlaw fields? Uh, difficulty wise, it's probably going to be a little bit lower on the scale. Uh-huh. It's not. It's not a, a technical course. Correct. But the dot uh, per se. dot sizes aren't necessarily generous, right? There, there was a, there was some dot sizes that were pretty forgiving. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but then there, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel like it was not, not as forgiving as Lodi, uh-huh. but close. Okay. All right. And wh- but the back, the back 18s are always the hardest. You know. What do you rate that in relation to um, Fresno? Fresno seems to always have the biggest dot size. You think so? That's a, a couple of people have told me that that Fresno now is now the king of the dot size. 
Yeah. But it's also Which is a touch more technical, right? Yeah. Fresno is, I think. Yeah, so they're – Nevada City is probably one of the most beautiful courses, uh-huh. that, you know, around here. You know, it's all in the Redwoods. It's up, you know, in the foothills of the Sierras. So uh, it's just really nice. Hell, yeah. But yeah, it, it is It is uh, a little flatter. You know, there's probably only a – handful of targets that really have any angles where you got to worry about cutting. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, if you technical or not technical, you still got to put it in the dot. Yeah, so uh, well, the last time I shot it, the, I felt like you never cut in anything more than like a yard and a half. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably only a yard. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. You, you, could, you could be shooting the flattest easiest course ever and you're still gonna miss you know yeah yeah no i feel that so you still gotta you still gotta put it together and make make the shot so alan where do you end up placing where do you and zach end up placing at the uh overall uh so caleb and barry won kings outlaw oh my god i can't which i was super i was super pumped on that that's amazing you think barry's Uh, like uh Oh, yeah. <laughs> Barry's got this fucking bomb-ass belt buckle now. Oh, yeah. Barry, Barry saved the day a few oh, times yeah? this weekend. Tell me about it. Oh, yeah. Barry uh, did some saving, some um, ham and egg Yeah. Yeah, the ham and egg. I mean, obviously, he had some mulligans and stuff like that, but uh, I think Caleb missed like a 63-yarder or something mid-60s, and, you know, Barry smoked it. And there, there was a few that... You know, hell yeah. Barry, they they finished with two mulligans left, so you know Barry Barry shot pretty good. Hell yeah. I've always been tight with Barry. Little known fact about yeah, Barry's cool. Little dude. known fact about Barry. His last name is Smith, but his real last name is Medickiner. Medickiner. Yeah, Barry Medickiner. But he doesn't. You know, uh-huh. it doesn't go over well on the W two forms. So, or when he gets pulled over, <laughs> so <laughs> he changes it to Smith. <laughs> They're like, what do you want it to be? He's like, I don't know, Smith. Yeah. That's awesome, though. That's awesome. Yeah, Caleb and Barry, man, kings of the outlaws. That's uh, that's gonna be a tough team to beat. I mean, you've won it, yeah, you've won it twice well, now. Yeah. And so you're a tough team. You know, Rubio's always in contention because he's always up there. Yeah. Well, but now next year, Barry and Caleb cannot partner. Ooh. You know, so, Caleb's got some friend who shoots with a Predators jersey. I forget the kid's name. They shoot for they shoot against each other for uh, Mitsubishi bars all the time. That I bet you, so I bet you he pulls him. Yeah, maybe. You know. So man, that's but, that's fucking dope, dude. Yeah. So I I don't know. Like if I think if Zach and I have were able to make Fresno this year, we it would have been it would have been a pretty good fight for King. Uh-huh. But uh, you know. Both of us weren't able to go, so you never know what would have happened if we had gone there. But right, um, right. I think the way the standings went, I'm, I'm gonna say Zach and I. I think finishing the standings probably either second or third. Nice. I have it still posted, so I could I could be completely wrong. I don't know, but uh-huh. I knew if I knew if Caleb and Barry would have had taken, I think like fifth place, and then Zach and I would have had a win. Uh-huh. Cause Zach and I did not have a good finish uh, first leg in Wood Lake. Uh huh. But it's all good. Can't 
win them all. No. I ain't mad at it. But you win a lot of them, as Caleb is showing us. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, cool, man. How did the um, the individuals pan out? Do you know who uh, – how did you place for individuals? Oh, I don't know. They didn't even – They didn't even, uh, they didn't go over it? Mention me. No. Huh. Well, I know you've been shooting good all season. You're going to be up there for sure. Yeah, it's, it's a little different now than it used to be. I mean, yeah, you could say, like, if you won individual King Outlaw or whatever, but it used to, back in the day, you'd get, you'd get some money. Yeah. And you got so, a belt buckle, too, right? You did, yeah. They'll, they'll get buckles for, I don't know if they gave buckles for individual. Oh, okay. Okay. So, uh, so Mark and Randy running out well. Let's just say thank you to those guys right yeah, now. They've, they've been putting some work in all season. Thanks, Randy Long. Thanks, uh, Mark Rubio. You guys keeping it alive is awesome. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it here on the podcast. I I should be more involved next year in helping running out So I told both those guys that I would help out next year. They're, uh-huh. They need some help, so. That's cool. I'm gonna get in there and, and help help any way I can. Oh, that's, help that's great, AB. Like that, you know. Got to keep this this one alive. You know, yeah. a lot of work for those just those two guys. I think for California archers, this event is huge in many ways. It's it's uh, one of the best feeder systems as far as showing you the path to go pro class. I think. It's, yeah. it, you know, it's the thing that helped me gauge where I was at as I was coming up. And then, uh, you know, aside from that, it's it, it's the perfect primer for Redding, you know? Oh, absolutely. If you guys want to hit hard at Redding, do all the Outlaw events, you know? Get a partner. Yeah. Take the, take the Outlaw series seriously. And I think it it can only benefit your, your national-level game, Safari style. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's cool that you're going to be helping out, man. Yeah, I want to. I want to kind of help out as much as I can on like the social media side and really start advertising a little better and pushing it that way. See, we can't can't get back up. You know, you know, uh, forty teams or so. You know, we've been consistent right about that. Right about the you know team level. thirty to thirty five teams. You know, so if we can. Every year, if we can crank out, you know, and get a few more teams, I think we'll overall be better. Yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as my kid can, uh, or kid or wife, allow me to, I can definitely come out there and <clears throat> I won't help, but I'll definitely shoot it with you guys. Hey, Caleb's <laughs> open. Caleb's looking for a partner. Woo! Is he really? Oh, he's well, he's got that. He's gonna be. He well, can't. Got that. He can't shoot with Barry. Yeah. Well, you know, I shot myself into a zero handicap in Reading this year. Oh uh, yeah, you're done. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty much toast. I think uh, yeah. If he wants to wait a year for me, I'll I'll not shoot and go back to being a five. <laughs> but yeah, that's a horrible plan. <laughs> yeah, ain't no way you got time for that. <laughs> you just need to uh, you just need to get Laney all tuned up, and she can be your outlaw yeah, partner. Yeah, that's what I want. I want Laney to be my outlaw partner, and she'll she'll eat all the masubis in the ice chest. I promise. Dude, so I'm telling you. Yeah. So yeah, man. Well, what's next for you, Alan? I think I'm gonna. I really don't have anything planned, target wise. That you know, I kind of went into this weekend knowing uh, 
probably be my last outdoor for a bit here. Hang up the target bow, get the get the hunting bow out, mm-hmm. and start getting that thing tuned up, and you know, yeah, shooting hunting, shooting hunting bows with Jackson, getting him ready for deer season. Oh, that's and cool, stuff man. Like that. so that's, that's cool. That's gonna be that's that's the next game right now for me. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe get an early jump on a uh, indoor. That is because I can't a plan of mine as well. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't make uh, the BC shoots. It's Brandon's wedding, and then yeah, I can't make state nine hundred because it's elk season. So I'll be in Colorado elk hunting. So oh damn! I might as well just focus on shooting my hunting bow and yeah, hunting bow and then indoor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I support it. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Hell yeah. Awesome, man. What bow are you shooting for uh, for hunting season? Uh, I'm sticking with my uh, B3X 33 <sighs> last year. Awesome. Bow. Awesome. Yeah. I was almost able to pull it. I was so close to pulling you to Elite, man. That would have been that would have been so cool. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. Maybe. <laughs> Are you shooting your bow really good right now? There's something to be said about not changing gear up, like switching up gear, you know? Yeah. Because uh, it's funny. Uh, we're kind of talk. I was just talking to Jake Barber, uh-huh. and uh, and we were talking about bows, and he's like, "Man, I got to stick with the one bow company because he's been trying a bunch of different bows out." And I'm like, and I started thinking about it. I've been shooting that TRX40 for at least four years. Yes. Yes. So yeah. there's something to be said about sticking with the bow for a, for a little bit. Well, also, dude. You're getting better and better, too. You know what I mean? Your consistency is getting better. So there's something to be said yeah. about that as well. You know? I think you start to learn the bow, and I think you also stop thinking about uh, shit that's not important, like the tuning, all the, you know, excessive amounts of tuning or the stuff that really doesn't yield massive results. You know what I mean? You kind of leave it by the wayside. Yeah. You start practicing more on putting exactly. reps in and getting your getting your shooting going. Yeah. So, yeah, that's there's something to be said for that. I think that's a solid strategy. I'm definitely going to be rocking this elite. I'm, I think I'm going to cheap out on the hunting bow, though, and shoot my verdict for hunting. Yeah, whatever. Aaron Snyder shoots his verdict for hunting. I know. I know. And the deer that I shoot, they are only like 70 pounds. So. <laughs> yeah, you just got to hit them. A-zone blacktailer, just big dogs, you know? Pretty much. So I'm just going to shoot them a couple times. <laughs> that's the game plan perfect yeah dude yeah well cool eh Bing yeah well, yeah thanks for uh, thanks for giving us the rundown it's pretty slick yeah no no problem yeah dude well I guess uh, we'll be we'll be going at it again we'll, we'll cover a lot of the indoor stuff I mean as far as outdoor goes I think I'm with you I think I'm going to start switching my gear over for hunting you know yeah, if you're gonna shoot that bow for hunt, you better you gotta start now. Kind of get her tuned in now. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. So yeah, yeah, man. Well, shit, AB, real quick, how did you practice? Yeah. How did you practice going into uh, Nevada City? I had this in the back of my mind, and I just forgot to ask you. Uh, the practice was not good. It was not good. Uh, no. Well, I I know uh, you didn't shoot your bow after Reading right away. Right, you kind of held off yeah, on shooting the bow for a little bit. I had I had a couple strands cut that I was working through at Reading, uh, so I changed my string out right after Reading. Uh-huh. And then uh, the series of events just was not in my favor for actually getting out and 
shooting. So, you know, it took me it took me a few outings to get some good marks with the new strings, and you know, I ended up getting good marks finally. But I mean, I probably only was able to put in three or four sessions uh-huh. from Reading to Nevada City. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you just spent that time verifying marks? Yeah, that's, that's all I did. That's good. At every practice was just trying to dial in my marks. Dude, the more time goes on that I am in this sport, the more I realize that getting your marks is, like, the one of the most crucial things for competing. You know? Yeah. And what kind of arrow build were you running this weekend, dude? Uh, I got a... X10 Pro Tour. Uh-huh. Uh, cut it 27 inches, carbon to carbon with 120 tungsten. Okay. Points, and I'm running a 187 Flex Fletch. Nice. Right now with, with Biter Knock. Nice. Nice. An old Mikey Schlosser special. Or I think Perkins does something similar too, right? Yeah, I don't know. I was actually talking to Mikey and... Reading, he runs. He's running a two inch now. Oh, really? Like the two two five? Yeah, I've shot two two fives for a long time. Uh, Doug Rosin is a big fan of the two two fives as well. Okay. Yeah, but eh, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go back to one eight sevens for a little bit. Yeah, I mean they they performed really. They seem to do really good really well for long range. You know, yeah, is what it feels like. So yeah. that's my, uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure someone that's going to hear this is going to tell me otherwise. But yeah, there always will be. Do you do anything weird? I know you're shooting the new uh, Excel bar also. Yeah, right? yeah, still, I, still loving those. Have things. you changed your weights on those at all? No, I'm still running a 30 inch front bar, uh-huh. five ounces on the front, and then a 15 inch back bar, somewhere right about 14 ounces. Damn, Alan. Maybe 15 or 16. 14 to 16. I haven't really counted. That's, that's almost what I was shooting in Reading. Yeah. It's a little more. It's a little more. But damn, that's awesome, dude. It just goes to show. Yeah. You know, if you can dial those weights in, you don't need a ton of weight to shoot shoot a stellar score. No. And I actually, I actually shot this whole weekend using Archer's Advantage instead of a sight tape. Really? Yeah, I... I, I love sight tapes. Wait, you mean? Do you mean Archer's Mark? Are you talking about your phone? Yeah, I used Archer's Mark, but uh, I couldn't. I you know I built a sight tape and it just wasn't right. Mm-hmm. I built another one. It just I don't. I was doing something and it just wasn't right. So I went back to the OG uh, Archer's Archer's Mark. Yeah, uh-huh. on my phone. Punched in a twenty, a forty, a sixty, an eighty, and a ninety-two. Hell yeah. And uh, that worked really well this week. Oh yeah! Hey, what was the short distance for Nevada City? What was the short target? Uh, for the forty-two, there was a four-yarder, and then on the back eighteen today was a three-yarder. You gotta love those yeah. curveballs, man. Yeah. You twenty-two them? Yeah, Atta boy. And they were they were little. They were the little tiny dogs. Really? <laughs> so- yeah, <laughs> they're expecting you to know the damn number for sure. Yeah, they were the dots are probably about the size of a twenty-seven. Oh, maybe a damn twenty-three. Well, that's enough to make a lot of people, uh, you know, wig out. I'd, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 
Well, awesome, man. Well, thanks for giving us a call and giving us the recap, dude. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, if I can't be there, I'm glad I got boots on the ground and a competitor at that. You know. That's it. So. Well, cool, AB. You got anything? You want to add anything to this? No. No. Thanks, uh, thanks, Darren, for getting my release back to me. He's Cerakoted my HBC. Oh yeah, DB Custom Coatings. Darren also oh, Cerakoted yeah, my HBC too. Yeah. I think we both got black, right? Yeah. 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 Mine says "fucko" on it. It's real classy. Oh yeah, super classy. <laughs> you know how many people told me? I, th- I think. Was that? I think that Cerakote added at least a point or two. <laughs> Always in cool points, guaranteed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dude. So many people have been telling me to make fucko T-shirts, and I'm like, hey, but I I would, but you can't wear those anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, that ain't going over good anywhere. I mean, you could, but dude, I had I had one shirt that said it was for uh back when I shot for archery only in Newark. It said shoot first. Apologize for nothing. Shoot first, kill swiftly. Apologize for nothing, right? And I was wearing it at a grocery outlet in Vallejo, and this dude comes up to me. He's like, "Yo, take that shirt off." And I'm like, "Why?" He goes, "You want to get shot out here?" And I'm like, "Dude, it's about." I was like, "Well, uh, let me tell you, it's about archery, and in archery, it's really hard to blah blah blah." And I started explaining the sport, and the guy's like, "Ah, fuck this," and he just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the fuck OT shirt would not go over well, but. No, probably not. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Thanks to DB Custom Coatings for taking care of us. West Coast Archery. That's our that's our home base. You guys uh doing pretty good with your 3D leagues over there, I've heard. Over at. Uh... West Coast. Oh, yeah. Thursday nights. Come on down for 3D leagues. Yep. You guys shooting the. Uh, the What's that? Not Reinhardt's. Are you guys shooting Reinhardt's? It's Reinhardt and Delta McKenzie's a little mixture, but sweet. We got twelve targets. We open up the big roll-up door and and uh, shoot from out in the parking lot a little bit. Uh huh. So it's pretty fun. Yeah. I'm gonna start shooting that with my hunting bow. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I just uh, saw. I went to see Rudy today uh, with the grand opening of that archery range in uh, the Marin Rod and Gun Club. Yeah, how'd that go? It was nice. It was really nice. It's a nice nice little range. Rudy's uh, got plans to make it something crazy. Yeah, we were actually I was just talking to him earlier before you called. We were talking, telling him, I was telling him that he needs to figure out and plan a tournament. Yes, there. that's what he's thinking is like an ASA-style tournament. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That would be bomb. I know a lot of people that would do that. I think we should do it more OPA style. I'm, I don't know if we can really say OPA anymore because OPA is dead. Is it dead? OPA is with the uh, little purple dot, right? Purple fourteen. Yeah, let's just let's just change it to something different. Like let's go a mini safari round. Yeah, shit. I'd say stick yeah. stick the West Coast name in there. WCPA. Yeah. That's it. There you go. Or you know, we got Rudy to you know what do they call it? What's Rudy's show? Rudecast. Yeah. <laughs> get Rudecast on it. Yeah, he'll, he'll get right on it. <laughs> well, all right, Playboy. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the update, man. You're welcome. Awesome, Alan. Uh, Alan Burnett, everyone. Well, he's he's hey, West Coast pro staffer. He's always in there, always in the mix. One of our premier competitors, I'd say. Well, thank you. Thank no, you. Appreciate no that. No problem, Playboy. Well, all right, Alan. I'll catch you on the flip-flop, dude. 
All right, bud. All right, later. later, Playboy. Man, what an awesome talk with Alan. Caleb Cuiocho is such an impressive young man. Could you believe that? What a beast. What a beast. So, anyway. Uh, that's the that's the end of the Outlaws this year, guys. Four events. Amazing. Amazing run. Uh, man, I can't wait to get it, take a stab at this Outlaw thing, dude. It's been, been a long time since I took a serious run at the Outlaws. So, but that's me. All right, that you know, there's time and place. Right now, it's it's Caleb's time, and all them other the second thirds and uh, Barry Smith. Let's not forget Barry, one of my faves, one of my favorite shooters out of Northern California. So, uh, with that, guys, I'm just gonna. I wanted to let you guys know I went to the Marin Rod and Gun Club today. Um, if you have any interest in joining a new archery range, uh, Rudy Sandoval spent a lot of work in putting together a new archery range up there. I mean, with the help of a lot of other club members and stuff, I don't want to make it sound like it was all him, but I know Rudy put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into setting that place up because he wanted a place that was close to him, that was well-managed, that you know you could get legit practice at. I know there are there's talks in, in the works, or what's that called? There's ideas in the works for some tournaments to go down at like an OPA style or something like that. You heard me and Alan talking about it um, of like some legit styles of tournament that will be shot there. Uh, only time can tell. I, it's a really close range for me as well. So hopefully if there is some kind of event, I will be there. But all right, guys, um, I just want to close it out with um, I want to close it out with a motivational speech that Rudy gave me the other day. He left it on my voicemail. Check this out. Buenos dias. I am sitting right now on my back porch because I am basking in the sun because the sun's rays feel so amazing on my skin. But I did not want to get up today to go work out or get any exercise. But that is exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. My friend once told me Discipline replaces motivation. Discipline is picturing your future self and all of the benefits that your future self will reap. But you cannot see it right now because you want sleep. You want comfortability. But imagine how amazing you will feel walking out of that gym, feeling like Alpha, feeling like the man and the craziest man on the planet. You cannot be stopped. Do not be strong. Be strong. Yeah. All right. I think Rudy could not have said that better. Um, for some reason, he's talking about the gym, but you know he's talking about archery deep down. So it's even though it's the end of the Outlaws, guys, there's still events to be had. The 900, State 900, uh, will be coming up next, I believe. Um, I'll do some research, figure out what events are coming up next. Don't put your bows away. All right. Uh, I know even here. Uh, the, for Redwood uh, Redwood Bowman, we're going to have the Western Roundup. That's our safari event. So the events ain't done yet. Um, and remember, this sport, it goes year long. All right? So when it starts to get too cold, don't hang the bow up. You just switch to fat arrows. All right, guys? So let's get out there. Let's keep flinging some arrows. Peace. All right, guys, I want to share one of my favorite products with you guys. It is the Baker Archery Products Pro Shop Vice. Uh, my buddy Butch out in Idaho makes a sick bow vice. 
Uh, and you guys are probably wondering, well, why do I need a bow vise? It makes working on your bow super easy. It's one of those must-have things, like a bow press. Um, the shop vise, you mount it somewhere on your table. You know, with it, you can manipulate your bow any which way and lock it into a stationary position. You can level your sight axes. You can set up arrow rests, install D-loops, knock sets. Shit like that becomes real easy. Stuff you can do really fast on the fly. Um, and, you know, you probably do it better quality than doing it just sitting on your couch <laughs> in front of the TV. I'm not the only guy that likes these products. You guys might have heard of Kyle Douglas, and he uses these. If you have any interest in seeing how they work, check out my Instagram. I'm going to put up a setup video where I'm setting up my hunting bow with one of these bad boys. They are sold at BakerArcheryProducts.com for the low price of $240. Through PayPal, you could be paying really low payments like $22 a month. These things are legit, well worth the money. When you break it down into payments, shit, it, it's cheaper than hell. Check them out, BakerArcheryProducts.com. Tell my buddy Butch I directed you that way so he knows it is worth sponsoring this podcast, okay? All right. Guys, my favorite stabilizer is the Carbon Craft Stabilizer. I've been talking about this bar for three years now. Um, if you guys know me, you know I am a whore for gear, and the one thing I've kept constant is the Carbon Craft Stabilizer. You're probably going to ask why, Wendell. <laughs> well, quite frankly, the Carbon Craft Stabilizer is the stiffest, lightest, dampest stabilizer I've ever shot. Um, for the money, for the price point, it beats any other stabilizer. Performance-wise, it beats any other stabilizer. Uh, if you're shooting any other bar, it's probably just because you're shilling. All right? Check them out. Carbon Craft Stabilizers. You can order them with my friend Brian Webb down in Fresno, or you can call Rudy Sandoval at West Coast Archery Finally, the show is brought to you by my friends Darren and Bet out in Napa, California. They are the owners and operators of DB Custom Coatings, the Coders out of Napa. Um, my friends Darren and Bet, they Saracote bows. They can make your old shitty bow look freaking new and awesome. They can make your boring stock colors look rare and special. Uh, Darren does an amazing job Saracoting. He does anything from solid colors to American flags to fades to anything. I've seen him do a galaxy on a PSE before. It was nuts. Um, he does Casey Caulfield's bow. All right, check that out. Casey Caulfield on the side of the Lancaster truck. She's shooting the bow that Darren Saracoded. What does that tell you? Darren ain't no slouch. The dude is good enough for the Caulfield family. So... uh yeah, Darren's the shit. He's a super cool guy. He does releases too. You know, don't don't just think that he doesn't uh, do other things. I know he's done inserts or outserts. I think for hunting arrows for Chris Schaff. Uh all kinds of stuff. So if you guys are interested, hit him up. DB Custom Coatings on Instagram. Uh, you know, if you're a gun nut, if and you can disassemble your your rifle, Darren can Cerakote that shit pink for you. You know, um, 
check them out. DB Custom Coatings on Instagram. Those guys are my friends. They are the one of the longtime oldest and biggest supporters of the show. So show them some love, all right? All right, everyone. Good night. Peace.